Hello, beautiful people. I am back. Remember me? Yes, I'm back. Yours truly, Trudy, and I am the host of the podcast that I like to call Charlie Let's Talk. Okay, so I really don't have a reason for being MIA, but just know that I'm back and I'm better. And we're gonna we're gonna reset and start afresh. And hopefully I don't miss no more um days and weeks. <laughs> but did you miss me? Let's get right into the check-in. How are you doing? How's your mom, your dad, brother, sister, auntie, uncle, cousins, nieces, nephews, grandma, grandpa? Who am I missing? Your mailman, your mailwoman, your neighbors, your favorite doctor, your favorite firefighter. I don't know. Everybody and anybody. How they all doing? I hope everyone's doing well. And I hope when the weekend rolls around, you all have an excellent, wonderful, stupendous, magnificent, what other adjective can I add, type of weekend. All right? All right. So quickly in what's trending, although this might be a few days late or maybe a week late, um, Rihanna's pregnant. So shout out to Riri. Congratulations. And um, ASAP Rocky as well. They're both expecting um, a baby. We don't know the gender yet, but... We'll see what it is when they announce it. But congratulations again to them. Next, it's Black History Month, the whole of February. So are you guys doing anything special for Black History Month? Let me know. Shout me out. Um, email me or send me a text message. Um, yeah, let me know what you're doing for Black History Month. We will quickly jump to across the Atlantic where we will congratulate the Senegalese team um, or the national football team of Senegal for winning the AFCON for this year. So congratulations to them. They're the finalists and they won against Egypt. So shout out to them. You guys are champions. We appreciate you. You did a good job. Even though I didn't watch the finals, I missed it. But regardless, they won. And that's all that matters. Shout out to y'all. So before I get into today's main topic, let's quickly talk about the month of February, specifically Valentine's Day. And it loosely ties in with today's topic. I wonder if you guys can guess what I'm about to talk to you guys about today. But um, Valentine's Day is coming up. It's on the 14th. And I think this year falls on a Monday. A Monday? Anyway. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? I personally do not go out of my way to do anything special because I just think it's a commercialized holiday. And I'm not salty because I don't have a Valentine or anything like that. If that's what you're thinking, that's not what it is. For the longest time, I've never actually celebrated Valentine's Day. So I don't think it's anything that I'm going to start doing now because I haven't done it in the past. So it doesn't matter. And one thing I wanted to ask, do you get upset at your significant other if they don't ask you to be their Valentine's Day, their Valentine? Like, I know this is a thing. Some people get upset when their significant other doesn't ask them to be their Valentine. I didn't know this was a thing, but I, apparently it is. So let me know 
if you're one of those people and let me know why you get upset if your significant other <laughs> doesn't ask you to be their valentine next i think the main reason why i really don't celebrate valentine's day is because it's just commercialized like every other holiday in the world it's commercialized it's about corporations making moolah as usual you get money off of the cards flowers whatever um things that they sell around this time of year you know just to make some some extra bucks so don't fall for that trap don't get finessed <laughs> don't get finessed this is gonna be a theme in today's topic don't get finessed out in the world especially on valentine's day don't get finessed also, while I'm on it, let me talk about my pet peeves. My One of my pet peeves is when people ask, will you be my Valentine's with an S? Like... <laughs> Like when they, like when they text Happy New Year's with an S. Again, we don't need that S at the end. Valentine is all right. It's enough because you're asking one person if they'll be your Valentine, not Valentines. And to piggyback off that, there are people that incorrectly spell Valentine. They write Valentines. They they spell V-A-L-E-N-T-I-M-E-S. It's not Valentine's. It's Valentine with no S. So now that we've got all those um, general housekeeping stuff out of the way, <laughs> we can delve right into today's main topic. So disclaimer, if you have not watched The Tinder Swindler on Netflix... Stop right there, go watch it, then come back. Because if you listen to this, I'm just going to spoil it for you. So I'm giving you some time. Pause it right here. Go watch, catch up, come back, and then we can discuss. Okay, Charlie, let's get right on into it. So The Tinder Swindler, as you all know, is a documentary based on a true story. So The Tinder Swindler, according to Netflix, is... Um, Simon Hayut, a convicted fraudster born in Israel, and he used dating apps to meet multiple women. And then out of those relationships, relationships that he fostered with those women, he established lines of credit and loans in the women's names. And then obviously like finessed them, got the money and then left them with the bill. So according to Netflix, um, the swindler finessed an estimated $10 million out of these people, right? And he, this man just no regard, just finessed everybody out they check and stuck them with the bill. He ended up serving only five months in prison after he was given a 15-month sentence, and now he is free which is insane to think about so he was arrested back in 2019 in israel because that's where he's from and he was sentenced to 15 um, months in prison for fraud in israel but he only ended up uh, serving five months and now he's free so this whole um, documentary took place like a couple years ago so i believe like 2018 and 
a little bit before that too. He's been um, finessing people. <laughs> He's been swindling people out of their money since like 2015, maybe a little bit um, earlier than that too. So his MO is to get on Tinder portray this lavish lifestyle like he's a million billionaire or million son of a billionaire he says he claims to be the son of a diamond um tycoon so just a few basic pointers here so we can streamline everything so everything can make sense tinder swindler his name um real name is simon hayut then he had it legally changed um to Simon Lviv and then um, after changing his name from Simon Hayut to Simon Lviv he claimed to be the son of a wealthy diamond magnate whose name is um, Lev Lviv so he claimed to be from the Lviv family he's the son of a he's the what did he say he's the prince of diamonds because his father is the king of diamonds or something like that something that sort like some grand grandiose title that he gave himself but it was all just a lie one of the photos that they showed he i don't know if he was the one that photoshopped himself into the photo of the Lviv family or it was netflix that photoshopped him into but it was clear as day that that photo was photoshopped i don't know how people fell for that but they did so his MO is to pose, I think I already said this, go on Tinder, pose as a wealthy billionaire, make matches with girls, you know, fly them out, give them that whole big boy, big life, lavish style experience. These girls are like, oh my God, I just bagged myself a billionaire. Life couldn't be any better, yada, yada, yada. And then after a while, He'll run into financial issues where he can't use his card because his enemies are after him. And if he swipes his card, they're going to trace him. And all this long, drawn-out story that he has and probably used on several women. So he'll finesse you into opening up lines of credit in your name and wiring him the money. And he'll be using either you wire him the money or send it in cash. No, you don't wire him the money, actually. He'll just be using your card and pretending to be you using while using your dime. Sometimes you'll ask for all the money in cash. It's, it's a whole lot. It is a whole lot. And I urge anybody that hasn't seen this documentary to go out and watch it because this is crazy. Um, they showcase three women in this documentary, but there's more than three victims. Um, that he's been he's swindled so we only we only get to see three of them um the first girl or woman that he swindled he finessed her out of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars this poor girl just kept giving and giving and giving and giving and giving pretends he pretends he's gonna pay her back he doesn't he writes a fake check the check doesn't clear this girl is just stressed she ends up going back home to her mom blocks him he calls back trying to threaten her it's this is it's crazy when you it's like a movie but this is this happened in real life and to think that someone went through that i can't believe like people can be that well i can believe it but 
the fact that people can be that manipulative and very evil to the point where this girl had to, this woman, I should say, had to check herself into um, a psych. Well, she had to check her, had herself committed. I don't know if it was a psych ward or something, but basically had to go away because she was having thoughts of self-harm and she was so flustered and and triggered by the whole thing and you can't help but to feel bad because they essentially these women trusted this man because when he first met them he showed them that oh I live this type of life and I'm able to finance this lavish lifestyle so money isn't a problem so pretty sure when they were borrowing um him money they thought, oh, this this guy's good for it. He has the money. I've seen him. He spent money on me before, so there's no way he doesn't have the funds. Not knowing it was, it's all a scam. It's all a ruse. You're getting finessed, and that is why my main topic or my main message is: don't get finessed. Don't get finessed ever in 2022. Don't get finessed in life. Always do your homework. Make sure you cross your T's and dot your I's. Cause there's there's wolves out there. There's wolves out there in hiding, waiting to pounce on you. And the the documentary, I I don't think I can say enough about it. And I feel like there's more questions that we we need answered. So, one of his earlier victims is seems like is in on the scam. And I don't know how that is because they didn't go into detail. So um, I think her name was Cecilia, the first girl who started off the documentary, um, met his his child and the mother of his child while she flew out with him to what city was it? One European city. I don't remember off the top of my head. And the child's mother convinced her that. He's a good guy and he always takes care of his kid and her and all this good stuff did not. She did not hint that there's something going on, something fishy going on. Later on in the documentary, we come to find out that he scammed the dot, the mother of his child. But what they don't explain is how how she fits into the puzzle because how how is she working with him or around him knowing very well that he scammed her so my question is netflix and the producers and the directors and everybody that was uh, uh, responsible for getting that documentary together is how is the mother of his child a victim of his but then she's still hanging around him it I, I don't know if I missed it, but I, I'm i still not clear on that part. Like, I'm really wondering, did she circle back and say, oh, um, even though you scammed me, I still want to be involved with you? And then they had a baby? I, It's not making sense. That part is really not making sense. I need that part cleared up for me. Also, what I really wanted to know is whether everyone around him um, the mother of his child excluded because we already we already sorted that out. The bodyguard, the business partners, the team that he travels with, basically, are they in on the scam or do they think he's legit? Because it doesn't make sense. I, they have to be in on the scam because why else would they hang around him? Why else would they hang around him? 
I mean, unless he's convinced them that he's legit and he's running a legit business and stuff. But I think there's just so much going on that at least the bodyguard for sure has to be in on it because he's always next to him. So he must know that something's going down. Swindling and finessing aside, this man, he you could tell that it's, he's somebody that's smart because to be able to have this roster of women down and you're sending them videos and messages and you're keeping tabs and you're all these things that he was doing, flying to the next city, to the next city and always keeping tabs on who to hit up and what to say. Like you have to be smart and organized to be able to pull that off. And it's, it's such a shame that a smart mind couldn't come up with a legit business, but they had to go the route of trying to scam and finesse people. It's such a shame, but it, <laughs> when you watch a documentary, like this man, the way he was able to contact all these different people at the same time and keep, keep, keep tabs on who he, who he needs to send a message to and a video to, he's sending <laughs> essentially like the same thing to different women and they're all eating it up. They're all buying it because they think, oh, this is my boyfriend. And he's telling them, oh, I love you. And I'm going to get married to you. We're going to start a family. Promising promising all these women things that he knew he was not going to deliver on. Finessing all these women. These poor, poor women. Now we get to the point where we need to ask, at what point were these women going to be like, all right, I loaned you. 30,000. That's enough. I don't have any more to give. I loaned you X amount of money. That's enough for me. That's my limit. I don't have like why why do some people get so blinded by love that it becomes a hazard and they don't know when to put a hard stop to things that might be uncomfortable. We will be here forever if we if we wanted to go on and discuss how that works, but what I need to say is that for me personally, if I was in that situation, it'd be a red flag if a billionaire was asking me, <laughs> knows the type of life that I'm living, knows, has an idea of like what my day to day is. And they're asking me to borrow money that's well out of my 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 tax bracket or my range. That's a red flag for me because how are you going to know that I don't make I don't make $200,000. I don't make $400,000, but you are you have the intention of me like having me borrow to that amount. That's insane. Okay? That wouldn't fly with <laughs> that wouldn't fly with me. Like I'm not I'm not trying to victim blame or anything or point fingers or anything, but my my spidey senses will be tingling. As soon as like you fix your mouth to to say can I can I that's where I, I'm like mm, you're supposed to be a billionaire and you're asking me for money mm -mm. that's there's something wrong here there's something rotten in Denmark something's not right something's not adding up the math is not the math is not mathing the logic is not logicing because why are you rich and you're asking me for money granted some of the it 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 makes sense like. When you watch the documentary, it makes sense that like these people, these women will fall prey because they're in a relationship. And then on top of that, this this is somebody they trust, somebody that's shown them that 
oh, they might have the money to back up the lifestyle that they live. But I, I think maybe I would give them money. Like if, if I was in that city, I'd probably give like 20K. But after that, I'd be like, um, that's a little bit much. And now I'm hitting up like six, seven, eight, nine, ten banks to bankroll your lifestyle, even though I don't know I'm bankrolling your lifestyle. But I I think after like maybe the third or fourth loan, not even, I don't even think I'll get that far. I think after like the second loan, I'll be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> if you need, if you need any more money, hit up somebody else. Cause I, it, it can't be me. I can't do it, but it's easy to say, it's easy to say things like this when you're not in the situation and you're just looking in from the outside. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that. So I did mention that um, he's currently a free man and he doesn't have to pay any of these women back the money that he owes them, which is very sad and unfortunate. I did see that um, there's a GoFundMe account that's been created for these women. So <clears throat> if you're listening and you're interested into, you know, Send them a little sum sum so they can pay off their debt. Um, I don't know what the name of the GoFundMe is, but do look it up. I'm pretty sure if you type in Tinder Swindler, something will pop up and GoFundMe link would drop somewhere somehow. But before I round off, I did want to mention that in the end, karma came back to bite him. Okay, so... The reason why the Tinder swindler got caught is because his longtime girlfriend, who he was cheating on, saw the article that was published about him being the Tinder swindler, and she decided to finesse him. The finesse got finessed. So she decided to play play dumb, like she doesn't know what's going on, and... L- Everything, a lot of things happened to the point where she figured out that he was... Okay, so one of the reasons I should mention, one of the reasons why he wasn't arrested is because they never could pinpoint where he was going to be. Because he's always... Because he's frauding people, obviously, he can't stay too long in one city. So he's always jetting off to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. So um, his longtime girlfriend gets him to give give up some of his designer clothing first so she could sell them and give him the proceeds but she got a one-up on him she took the the designer clothing listed them on ebay started getting the money for them but she never sent him a dime and he started sending all these messages and voice notes threatening her one time one time he'll send a message being very vicious and disgusting and threatening her next time he'll be begging he'll have his tail between his legs begging and it goes on and on and on and on for like a while to the point where he admits that he is nothing and he's the homeless king and he's he he's eating scraps and I'm not sure what the timeline is, but he even um, asked her to create a apply for um, a, a credit card in with a fake name and the card is created. He ends up booking a flight. She the um, I forget what her name is. She finds out the longtime girlfriend finds out 
what um, flight he's on, alerts the authorities, and then the authorities catch up with him. And that's when he was arrested and extradited back to Israel, I believe, where he was given a 15-month sentence and he only only ended up since, um, serving five months. So that's how the mighty fall. But all in all, my one advice is that be safe when you're online. It's, it's, it's like I'm always saying be safe on this podcast, but I have to say it. Be safe out there, all right? Don't get finessed. Not ever. Not in 2022. Not in any of the other years. Don't get finessed. Be on your A-game. If something is too good to be true, it probably is. Don't, don't, don't be an idiot, okay? Be a little smart. Have some senses about you, okay? Use the calculator in between your ears. <laughs> Remember? Now I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up like old episodes. The calculator between your ears. You know what that means. You already know if you've listened to that podcast. You already know what that means. Use the calculator between your ears. Second guess. Question everything if you have to. Some some things you're just meant to question, but some things go with your gut too. Sometimes if your gut is telling you that it, this doesn't seem right, uh, 99.99% of the time it's right. So go with your gut, but make sure that you use the calculator between your ears. Okay, that will save you from unnecessary drama and heartache and problems. And after all that, I say that to say that, again, Valentine's Day is coming. Be sure when you're texting people, will you be my Valentine? Don't put no S on there because there's no S. You're only asking one person to be your Valentine, not multiple people to be your Valentines. So no S when you're asking one person. Okay. But when you're referring to the day, it's called Valentine's apostrophe S day. And not Valentine's, not T-I-M-E-S, not times, it's time, T-I-N-E. Anyway, 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 I'm getting off track. But um, be safe. I already said this. Don't want to sound like a broken record, but be safe. And use your coconut, the calculator between your ears, a.k.a. your brain. All right? And don't get finessed. Again, I'm going to say it again. Don't get finessed. Don't get swindled. And thank you for coming back to listen to this um, impromptu, (laughs) random, um, much later podcast and plan. I don't know know how to call this, but um, yes, be sure to um, send me a text message at 978-905-8210 or send me an email at charlieletstalk at gmail.com. Chelly, let's talk at gmail.com. I've been your host with the most. Yours truly, Trudy, aka Big Trudy or Big T. Come see about me. Come find out about me. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.